0: What's up, everybody? This is the Pollard to Pollard podcast. I am your host, Bernard Pollard, and my co-host, Alex Pollard. Now, we thank you for tuning in with us today, but before we go and get started with everything, I want you to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Pollard to Pollard podcast. Go to our Twitter uh, and like our Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, at Pollard underscore podcast, and IG, at Pollard to Pollard. That's the number two, underscore podcast. Alex, what is up, nephew? What's up, guys? You
1: know, we're just, we're back for another week. You guys have been gone now for a week. Just kind of getting back into things. Uh, Red tide's starting to pick back up again. You guys didn't really get to see much of that, but uh, it's it's getting pretty bad now. There's some there's some big fish, manatees, dolphins, all kinds of stuff rolling up.
0: Dude, I, so it's crazy because your mom sent the picture uh, in our group text, and she saw all the fish um, that you know, was on land, and I was just like, wow, uh, so I figured, I figured it, it, it had, uh, the, 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 it had gotten worse, uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy, I, I just don't, it's so weird to me that out of all, the, all these years y'all been there, this is the first time I've heard about Red Tide, I, I'm still, I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess, and it's pretty bad this time, you know, like, I've seen a couple aerial pictures where it looks like, there's like like almost like just a white glare on the water, but it's actually just like a stream of dead fish. Wow! Like and they're just like kind of like that just because they're caught in the current, they're all moving the same direction. But it's just all dead fish. It's it's
0: pretty bad. Dang! Yeah, that that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I'm still I'm still high right now, and I'm not high off weed. I'm not you know I I don't I don't smoke, guys. Um, I'm not condemning anybody who uh, who smokes. If you want to smoke and you want to be you know, high and out your mind, go ahead. But uh, I'm high uh, because I finally won a race. I got P1. Last night, I went to Twitter, uh, at CrushBoy31 on Twitter, and I won a truck race. Now, Alex, i <laughs> will talked to you about this, and it's been a crazy week for me. Uh, I, I, I raced in a league race on Monday. Uh, the races before that, uh, throughout the weekend, race after race after race, I think I raced seven races in New Hampshire and yeah, literally- those wrecked those are pretty bad. Yes, yes, I wrecked every single race. Now, I didn't wreck, I was wrecked by other people and the yeah. race on Monday night, I actually was wrecked, uh, but we had a, 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 um, a uh, what is it, a fast repair. So now, for all of our new listeners, iRacing. Now, this is something I've gotten a NASCAR last year. Uh, found out about iRacing. I got into uh, iRacing last year, and uh, I haven't been consistent on it. Uh, this year, I'm finally consistent uh, on it. It's a it's a racing game. So you do NASCAR and other um, you know race cars uh, on 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 this platform, and it's it you know you can race through PC. Um, it's not heat or anything like that For PlayStation or Xbox But it's it's for the PC Now I have a simulator or rig uh, In my office And I love this game I really do And I finally, like I said Got P1 yesterday in trucks At uh, the iRacing Super Speedway So it's 23 laps I mean, we got up to Alex, we got up to 234 miles an hour uh, Drafting and pushing And doing things like that And like I said it, It's super It's so exciting for me because I have never, you know, I think I've gotten P two once, I've gotten top five once, I've gotten top ten twice, and out of all of this, I finally get P one. So I was screaming, and 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 Alex, you had said something on Twitter. uh, We said, would you say weird or something like that? Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, somebody jumped down your throat for that one. But as far as you know, what I went through, you you have talked trash about. Uh, me or tra- talk trash to me, yeah. saying how you can come and compete in this game. What, I mean, what was that like? You finally said. I think you, did you see the video? Yeah, I saw the video. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, to be fair, there there is kind of a common denominator here with all these crashes. <laughs> you're the common denominator. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't think there's people out just headhunting you. So something something's a little off there. Look. It, it,
0: Uh, They're wrecking
1: me. People are loading into races and saying, "All right, let's uh let's see if we can go wreck that thirty one car today."
0: Y'all, I I have video, and Alex, you've seen the video. I've showed you the video
1: of people wrecking me.
0: Few that are just very unfortunate.
1: (laughs) He's in the wrong spot. But I mean, I guess that's that's not a problem if you just run at the front the whole time
0: house okay you just well, to stay away so y'all gonna hear the trash talk Alex is I mean we'll see at some point if he ever uh gets his pedal and uh his pedals and his his uh wheel uh it's gonna be a lot of trash talking but I, I'm super excited because I mean once again and, and for everybody that's been listening you know I love this sport I fell in love with this sport um this game allows me like you know Alex and I, my brother-in-law, both my brother-in-laws, uh, we got another brother-in-law coming in uh, potentially to play. My, my, my boys going to be playing. A couple of my boys going to be playing. Uh, we're, you know, we're playing a f- uh, franchise, a, a, a league in Madden for football. I love playing video games. I love playing against actual users. I, I mean, I'll play against computer as well. But with iRacing, I get a chance to race people, real people. And it's so much fun. And, and I'm the type where – I want to be able to – this is a great – I mean, it's an addicting um, game. It's an addicting hobby. Uh, it can be expensive. Um, but I tell a lot of people – I end up talking to a former uh, – I think he's a former player, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but a former player last night. And, I mean, I'm trying to tell all kind of former players. One of my one of my teammates, Rashard Bark. old teammates, Rashard Barkerdale, who was my boy. Uh, that's my dog. I ride with that dude. Uh, he's going to be getting the game. He actually got his Williams pedal today. Um, so he's waiting for his, now he's waiting for his, uh, his PC. So I'm excited because I want to get as many former players on this. I want to get as many, you know, people on this game. If you've stepped away from the game, come back to it. It is so much fun, uh, racing and competing. I love competing. I love racing. I don't want to go out and actually get into a car. I don't ever want to do that. So for everybody that keep telling me to do ride alongs and, and things of that nature, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want it. I don't want to, I'm scared. There you go. I, I told you out loud. It came out of my mouth. I am scared. Why? Because I'm not in control. So I just don't trust it. I, I, I mean, Alex, would you do a ride alone? Uh, <laughs> may, maybe. Maybe. So you were hesitant. Maybe. Why are you hesitant? Why the maybe? Uh, I
1: mean, just like the same reason. I okay. mean, it's you know, 200, 200 miles an hour. It's kind of fast.
0: So... Uh... <laughs> hey kind of fast <laughs> yeah yeah I, I want no part of that yeah
1: <laughs> i mean I, I would i wouldn't say no part it would, it would it would definitely be fun i would consider it i i
0: think i do i, I think once i get in the car and once we get going i would be terrified i am afraid of i'm afraid of peeing on myself and i'm 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 seriously i'm afraid of that i'm afraid of I don't think I boo boo on myself. I, I don't. I don't think I lose control like that. But I do think them turns and everything else. I, I think the pee gonna come. It's gonna come out, and you know I can't deal with that. Telling my kids at 36 years old I peed on myself in a car because we were going fast. Like I just that that doesn't go together. So and then I'm afraid of potentially them tires being worn and then we slide up the uh, the track and hit the wall or something like that. But I don't know. But as we, oh, wow. as we continue to talk about racing, uh, I got my P1 for the first time. Uh, I was able to go to a track uh, here in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Nashville Fair, Fairgrounds, if I'm not mistaken, um, and watched the SRX. Now, once again, I'm new to all of this. Even though I came in last year, uh, I was just talking to somebody on Twitter. I, even though I've gotten a year under my belt, right? This is all still new to me. I mean, you guys have seen all the breaking news with drivers going to different teams and being part owners and this and that. How that's happening in the middle of the season and all that other stuff, that's for another episode. But I mean, this is crazy. I'm learning every time I watch NASCAR. I'm, I'm learning something new. Every time I get on iRacing, I'm learning, excuse me, something new. So with SRX, I don't know, I mean, it's bad that I can't tell you what SRX means, right? But I'm I'm finding about all these different levels in racing, and I mean it, to me, Xfinity and then Truck Series. I thought that was it, but it's, you you have all these other levels uh, with this. And SRX was awesome. Um, this track at at the, at the fairgrounds uh, um, track was so much fun. Uh, thank you, uh, SRX. The SRX team. Um, You know, everybody involved with that. It was, Alex, we went, so it was uh, Jalen and I, uh, and we went with my boy, uh, Neil, and his son. Now, Neil's last name is Duffy, but I call his son Duffy. Um, Duffy is my boy. Oh, my gosh, he's my white son. And uh, I have two, I have have a lot of kids that I have adopted, but um, Duffy and Jake are my white sons uh just awesome kids but you know we went to the race it was we parked and it was a load I mean I'm the fan base is crazy this joint is packed out we get there um it's fun it's funny because I, you know I'm taking pictures with fans and we go to the in, we walk to the infield and you know it, it's a different feel from NASCAR and uh you know obviously the, the, the financial backing is is different and and you know we we're at the race and and you know they sent me to the hospitality um uh, uh trailer in the middle of the infield and that was cool that the air conditioner had actually went out when we when we stepped in oh, but no. yeah the generator generator went out but the generator will come back uh, come back on uh, end up coming back on and. Uh, they had food, and Jalen wanted to, you know, grab some food, and and uh, we end up getting some bottled waters. They had some uh, uh, pecan pie. Now, I, I didn't know people say uh, pecan or pecan pie. How do you say it? Uh, I kind of say it both ways. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I mean, I it just like
1: depends on the context. I don't, really, I don't say it that much because <laughs> I don't. I don't. I
0: don't. I don't like them. So oh. yeah. I actually like. I actually like pecan pie. Uh, and, dang, I don't think, I'm, I'm, think I might have said I, it different. Probably, but. I'd probably say pecan more. Oh, pecan? Okay, so, yeah, pecan, pecan pie, however, whatever. I don't know. They do they, Dude, they had pecan pie. They, I mean, just the desserts was awesome. But just, I mean, just those cars, those drivers, um, you know, Chase Elliott and his dad was racing each other. Uh, I, I was right before that race. They had two heats. I believe it was two heats. Um, so I was standing next to... Uh, I was standing next to Chase and his dad, and I'm one of them people. I don't like bothering people, right? Like, I'm standing next to, uh, you know, Chase and his dad, and and I just, I, I just honestly wanted to – I wanted to say, hey, how y'all doing? Want to take a pic or whatever? But then I, at the same time, I was just like, ooh, I'm bothering them. And Tony Stewart was out there, and I'm like, you know – Like, it would have been weird for me to be like, hey, Tony, I'm an Indiana boy. You an Indiana boy. And then he would have been like, creep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so I just kind of, you know, just kind of stood. We stood over there a little bit. Then we walked over by the pits. Now, y'all, look. SRX was awesome. The drivers was freaking amazing. Um, They put on a show. uh, Both heats. uh, Chasing his dad. Chasing the winning race. Uh, Them dudes are freaking phenomenal. Um, But I got to tell you. It we laughed so hard. I told Neil we took pictures down by the pits, and as the cars were going by, this was just a different feel. You obviously the pit crews are a lot different. Um, you know, you don't have a lot of the athletic, and, and once again, the funding and everything else, you don't have a lot of uh, those those athletic bodies running around getting the cars up. You know, the the, the sense of urgency, if if if, mm-hmm. if I may say, the sense of urgency wasn't the same as far as uh, doing things, working on the car uh, doing pit stops. One of the guys was smoking a cigarette uh, on, on at the pit crew, and I'm looking like, bro, like, wait, you got to fill this car up with gas, right? Like, if something go wrong, yeah, yeah, like, so <laughs> we laughed at that, that. <laughs> but I mean, once again, it was just awesome, an awesome experience, and 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 you know, Alex, we've talked about it before. I didn't get an opportunity to to you know do this when I was my son's 13. At 13 years old, I knew nothing about this, and so at 13, I get an opportunity. To take my son to this race to show him that you know this is fun. If you want to be a driver, if you want to be in the pit crew, if you want to learn about cars, if you want to own a team, whatever it may be, uh, man, this is it's 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 awesome. You can do it, you know. And Eric Moses, I mean, got a chance to see him uh, runs the track uh, over, you know, out here in Nashville, and I mean, just an awesome, awesome time. Um, you saw my video that I put up, you know. What, what did you think about the mm-hmm. I think I put a little video up about the cars going by. Did you know anything about SRX? I I, I doubt it because you didn't know anything no. about NASCAR. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I didn't know anything about it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it looked cool. You could definitely, like, kind of tell the difference, even just in your little videos between, like, that type of race and a NASCAR race, just, right. like, the whole environment and everything. But uh, yeah, it looked pretty cool. I thought it was cool that uh, Chase Elliott and his dad were racing against each other. Yeah. I was like that's a that's probably not something you'll see at a NASCAR race <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> so I thought I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, thinking about that, you know, I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I believe Dale at some point, at one point, Dale and his dad raced against each other. Uh, oh, they did. And so, you know, I I think that's just an awesome feeling to be able to race against your pops. Uh, some you know uh, a, a very important piece you know of, of you coming into this world and uh to be able to learn from your father and and, and then you know just the different tricks and and you know like that for the, of the game and then now you actually get to take that and apply it and then race him i I, I think that's just so cool um, but I think too it, it shows and we talked about it about Kyle Larson is it, many different things that he's doing uh, in different type of cars. Uh, Kyle Larson and a lot of other drivers. They just race dirt. They race um, you know, uh other cars, midgets or things like that. I think this this is just this this is a test a test um to um what they do. I mean this is I, I mean we see how skilled they are, right? And so I mean that's a compliment, man. Like they're able to do all these different things. And then once again, Chase races on Sunday And now he has to fly to New Hampshire to race the very next day. So, I mean, as we, you know, kind of transition to to our next topic, man, this was awesome. I I, I watched the race. I got a chance to watch it, and and I tweeted about it. Uh, I, I thought it was awesome to be able to see because to rewind, to go back to the SRX race, I talked to one of the drivers that got out of his car after the first heat. And he had Pedialyte. Now I'm a Pedialyte drinker. When I'm working out, oh, when I'm doing yes. different things, when I play football, Pedialyte was in my bottles on the sideline. That's what I drink, um, you know, just to stay uh, to stay hydrated. To you know, because I was I cramped a lot. But you know, I'm watching these guys do that, and 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 knowing and understanding that you know Chase competed. It was hot. Uh, it wasn't real hot, but it was hot. Uh, and then to know to come back to New Hampshire uh, and be there, dude, that is freaking amazing and he he was leading for a little bit but i think the big story about the new hampshire track now that was a track that i was wrecked a lot in uh i don't care about the common denominator like i was wrecked but um you know looking at that that story with eric amarola like what like after you watch that after you know what this driver has been through um i want to get your opinion on that but I've, i've got a chance to watch him on youtube his family, um, this is just a good I, – I, I mean, I think he's a good dude. I don't know him. I'm going off of what I've seen. But, you know, you know what he's gone through. We've talked about it. What, what, is, mm-hmm. what does that say, um, you know, testament for him as far as winning this race in New Hampshire?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's definitely really cool to see him win the race. And I actually – I just finished watching the, the clips of, like, towards the end of the race earlier. And, um, I mean, you could – you could tell, like, the fact that he wasn't in the playoffs, but then going back and watching how he won this race, like, it, I mean, he's he's just had, like, an unfortunate season. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the way he just kind of worked his way up towards the end of that race was crazy. Yeah. I like, just just watching it, – it, and, I mean, it was over a long stretch of time. I mean, like, I think he had to make moves ever since there was maybe – 150 laps left you know starting to get up there yeah uh, i think that's what it said when i was watching the clips but i mean it was it was really just like good driving from from what i could tell i mean i don't i don't know a lot about it right but i mean and i i think the at the end he was up there with it was it was him and brad right up there that he that he passed yeah yeah they they were
0: they were yeah they were going at it they were going
1: back and forth yeah yeah and that one i mean even then like I know they were up there. um, one of the clips where he's moving up Bubba Wallace was up there, there was another car, so they were lapping people. So, you know, there was a lot of traffic. I mean, it was just it was a good win for him. Yeah. Um, and now he's in the playoffs for right now. I mean, I don't think there's really any way he can drop out. Right. Um, but I mean, and I, I actually the funny thing is, I so I've said that I've never really watched NASCAR. However, last year I do remember like seeing bits and pieces of him driving. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and I mean, he was he was up there. He was like, you know, consistently top ten. Um, like when I was watching, like he he was one of those guys up there competing, you know, staying in the pack. Um, and then he's just kind of falling off a little bit this year. But then he got the win. That's pretty cool to see, and it was an interesting, you know, like finish to the race because there weren't a lot of like the normal names that we see up there. Right. Um, you know, Alex Bowman was what ninth, I think. Kyle Larson down in seventh. So I mean, like, they're still top ten, but yeah, you know, they were a little bit farther down the down the line this time. Yeah. Which could have been moving into our our next discussion with uh, Kyle Bush. I was watching an interview that he did uh, after he was out of the race. And he's saying that it's raining and there's a bunch of mist and stuff, you know, that could have definitely affected uh how this race ended up. Obviously for him, didn't didn't turn out very well. Um, but I, I I think it's interesting to see, you know, factors like that. And then that, that still brings me back to my, my Kyle Larson argument. You know, I think what, what I, do you have I, against I, Kyle Larson? I, I don't I don't have anything against him. but I mean and like that I don't that one person on Twitter was like, ah, kyle is gonna win at all i'm like i i think for him it conditions have to be perfect he can't i mean there there can't be restarts and things for people to get back into it he just has to be able to push his car hard i think i think that's how he wins his races he needs good conditions to push his car hard and i'm not saying he's bad at all he, he finished seventh, but it, it was still a, a different race that that's that's just me. That's that's what I think for him for him to win a race, I think it has to be perfectly suited towards him being able to push his car as hard as he can.
0: Well, I I, I look at this I look at this, Alex, and, and and you know, I Eric Amarola, once again, I mean, he is just I mean, one of those dudes that's just pure, right? I, I believe. That that's my opinion on it, right? Mm-hmm. I, like once again, guys, I don't know him, but from what I'm seeing uh, what I've seen. I mean, the dude is just the dude is just awesome. Um, it has been hell for him this year. And I think we all know sure. that, you know, <laughs> just it, a little bit. It, right. If, if if we've been watching, if you've been watching, you know, it's been bad. This dude's been wrecking. His car hasn't mm-hmm. been, you know, up to par. He hasn't been driving well. It's just been just just you know, thing after thing after thing. And everything aligned, I believe, on Sunday. And you know, yes, to go back, you know, what you talked about talking about uh Kyle Bush, man, like I don't it's racing, like I, I like yes, it, in football if it rains we're gonna play. If it's mm-hmm. if it's thunder and things of that nature, yeah, they're gonna get people out of the stadium or whatever. But mm-hmm. if, if it's uh if it's lightning. But if it's if it's raining, we play. Uh, In racing, Mm -hmm. a lot of the racers say we should not be on the track if rain is coming down. Now, for a lot of you... uh, I feel like that makes sense. Right. So for a lot of the fans that believe, hey, I back what Kyle Busch has said. You know, we watched him spin out. um, You know, he lost control of the car. He spun out. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, once again, we've talked about it before on here where... People call this dude a dickhead. They 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 don't like him. Uh, they say he's a jerk. But I mean, he just he's he says what's on his mind. People mm-hmm. may not like that. I believe in this sport. If you want to get the best out of the drivers, should they be racing in rain? Probably not. I mean, I don't know because if if they were running around the track. On their own, which becomes yeah. track and field, then yeah. yo, that's on them. But <laughs> yeah. they're they're relying on a machine, that yeah. car, those wheels, and then they're they're on a surface that they can't help. Their skill set, yeah. their skill level, um, only goes so far. That machine, they were relying on that machine, and I do believe they probably should have stopped the race. And I know a lot of guys were complaining and, and chattering over, uh, the headsets and everything else. So I do, I agree with him. And I mean, we talked about his interview where, you know, he's like, yo, I, I want to say some stuff, but I'm gonna get fine." Um, yeah. you know, cause he, we all know he tapped, you know, he went to go tap the, the, uh, pace car. Now I do want to talk about that because tapping the pace car, that's essentially an official that's on the track. So in football, mm-hmm. if you touch the official, you know, well, that's a fine and you kicked out of the game. So yeah. it's crazy to me how, you know, he wasn't fine. And I, I don't want to say I'm calling for a fine, but I'm just talking about the differences, um, you know, in, in the difference in sports on what they allow and don't allow. That's just that blows my mind because if I'm pissed off and angry and I go to, you know, touch the official uh out of my anger and saying things, oh, that's I believe if, if I'm not mistaken, that's a huh. May not. That might be a sixty or seventy thousand dollar fine, plus the next week. You're you're suspended the next week. So that's a yeah. whole game check. So if you get paid weekly at certain teams, um, that's your entire game check, right? And yeah. I just can't. I've never been fined a, a whole game check. I've been fined hundred twenty thousand uh for a hit on Justin Gage. I remember uh, hitting him, hit him in his ribs and they fined me 120,000 cuz they said he was a defenseless receiver. And I'm just looking like, "What?" And I wanted to snap off at the ref so bad. I remember pointing at him. Yeah. And Mr uh, Mr McNair was just like, you know, he, he was talking to me. He was like, "Hey, uh Bernard, I want you to stop pointing at referees." <laughs> and so I think about that now when I go to point at people or when I'm if I'm debating or arguing, I go to point yeah, and remember Mr McNair uh, telling me about that. And so it's just one of those things where I'm like, this dude, didn't get, he did not get fined for getting back and tapping the official, essentially. Yeah. He's the official. He, he he or she, I couldn't remember if it was a, a man or I believe it was a man in the car. But, like, that was nuts to me watching that. Like, what did you think about that? Well, I, I – so the funny thing is is I didn't
1: watch the race, but I saw that clip on Twitter and, um, but whoever had posted it on Twitter, it was on, like, a Barstool account or something. So it didn't say who yes. it was. Um, so I, I didn't know that it was him. And I was like, oh, wow, like, what What race am I watching where this guy is running into the pace car? <laughs> and, and then you brought it up. And I was like, wait, that was Kyle Busch in the NASCAR race? Yeah. I was like, that's, that's – like, I thought it was something more like that SRX race that you went to. Where the the guy doesn't even care, like go ahead, and find me or do something. <laughs> like it, I, I'm just, I'm mad. I'm gonna, and I didn't know like any of the context behind it. I just, I was like, why is he running into the pace car? Like I don't understand what's going on here. Because uh, that was crazy. Like I, it didn't even cross my mind that anybody would ever like consider touching the pace car.
0: Well, I think like
1: it, like I, like I don't even know like where that even comes from.
0: I mean, that's frustration. And, and I mean. Well, right. yeah, I mean,
1: so, I, I guess I know it comes from frustration, but like. Right. Like, I don't even. I, I like just like when you're frustrated in a car, I wouldn't think to run into another car because that would hurt me as well.
0: Well, but, I
1: mean, I, obviously, he just tapped the car, which is different.
0: Correct. But, but I, I think we're, I think where concept. it comes from, I think because he's saying we shouldn't be out here. Other yeah. Race cars, I remember. We'll see, yeah. Bay, and I, I didn't know. I believe context. it was last year, if I'm not mistaken. Wait. If I'm not mistaken, it was last year. But Kevin Harvick came out, you know, publicly and was just like, "We shouldn't be doing this, some of this stuff. Like, we shouldn't be." It was, I, I think, it was a, a, uh, a, a uh, it was a rain, or, it was, it was raining, and
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: Kevin Harvick was just like, "Yo, we shouldn't even be out here. It's not mm-hmm. safe for our drivers." And you know, once again, their skill set is their skill set, but they're relying on a machine to allow their skill set to come out. So I think that's where the frustration where Kyle Busch went and he knew I mean these guys know their cars. Some of these, you know, mm-hmm. I think most of the drivers build cars. Uh so they know those cars inside and out. So he know the way he hit and everything else, because Martin Truex Jr. was involved in a little bit of it. They 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 uh uh chipped a little bit of uh um um Alex Bowman's car. But I think these guys know when they are done and I think he knew he was done. He wouldn't be able to his car would not allow him to compete in that race, I don't care how good he is. I know a lot of people say he's the best driver with very little. I don't think he could have got it done with that car. And I think he knew he couldn't get it done with that car because of the way he wrecked and hit. Uh, it was parts mm-hmm. that was just, you know, unfixable. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I think that's where the frustration comes in. And and I think his, rifle, I, I think his frustration is justified as far as tapping, um, you know, tapping the uh, pace car. I think, you know, now we're looking at you know we argue about the safety of the drivers racing in rain well now we have i don't know how skilled this pace car driver is but now you <laughs> yeah. start tapping him the, from the the back. pace
1: car is going to spin out right so
0: you start tapping him from the back and he or she spin out <laughs> or they hit the wall so now we talking about their safety so it's just it's just a crazy thing uh i i 100% i understand his frustrations i really do i really do i really do and i didn't even think about this um so as we once again move forward, we talked about Kyle Bush's frustrations, him, him, him being upset. We're moving to football. And and once again, guys, we're gonna talk racing, we're gonna talk uh volleyball, we're gonna talk basketball, we're gonna talk football, we're gonna talk so many different things. I mean, this is our podcast. We want to laugh, we want to bring joy, we want to bring smiles. Uh, and we're gonna talk sports, we're gonna talk life, right? Um, but as we move to football, the disgruntled, the disgruntled Aaron Rodgers. What are you reading on that? What are you hearing? And I mean, coming from a, a fan's perspective, and I mean, I guess I'm kind of a fan too, but I've been in the locker room, so yeah. you know, it's a different uh, perspective. But what are you... You're, you're more
1: of that? a player than a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, I mean, and I, I've kind of, like, seen this for a while. Like, i as a fan, I just feel like the Packers have basically just disrespected Aaron Rodgers. And now this this contract offer that they gave him to make him the highest paid player over the next 5 or whatever years mm-hmm. was like a like a oh, we're sorry. Here, we'll try and fix it with some money. And I mean, so my thing is is I believe that you know, the arguments that, oh, well, the offense is good enough because they're putting up all these numbers, just comes from Aaron Rodgers like being that good. Because then they go out and draft another quarterback to put behind their kind of old but MVP-level quarterback. Like that's, that's just like a slap in the face to me. I mean, I don't know what that would look like as a player, but as a fan watching that, I could see how he would be very frustrated with the organization when they can't get them a solid number two receiver or a tight end that can stay with the team for more than two years. And I mean, they have Aaron Jones now, which is definitely good, but like the time in between Eddie good, Eddie Lacey and Aaron Jones, they had nothing going on in the backfield. And that's when they had, you know, three average to subpar receivers with Devante Adams and the tight end carousel that, Happened there, you know, but I mean, like that's to me, that's just Aaron Rodgers making plays. There's not a lot of quarterbacks there that are, are going to be able to heave that 60 yard Hail Mary to Richard Rodgers that Aaron Rodgers did. I mean, obviously, it's a good catch and whatever. But to me, Richard Rodgers isn't a quality tight end. So I don't think that they're doing anything to help him. And they still have it. I mean, like they, they, they did. They didn't go out and draft anything to help him. Right. so he's he's just having to try to put up those numbers with what he has which he has you know a few quality pieces around him but as we've seen he's lost a lot of NFC championship games and uh you know a lot of or or I mean a lot of games right before the NFC championship where the NFC championship he probably would have won but he had a tougher matchup the round before and I mean he can only do so much I I I think he's well, not I think not I think I would say easily Aaron Rodgers is the top three quarterback in the league right now, but he's just a quarterback. He can only do things that a quarterback can do. He can't run the ball for the team. He can't go run a route as a number two or three receiver. He can't block as a tight end and be able to run routes as a tight end. Like, I mean, they're, they're not helping him. I think, I mean, I think he's gone a little far with how long, you know, he's held out and just like completely – ignored the organization and everything he's like yeah i'll I'll, I'll figure it out later but i mean at the same time like i feel like he's almost kind of earned that like he's almost that good to where like i feel like he has the ability to say like look i'm not gonna play if you're not gonna help me because to me him turning down this contract offer it's it's not about the money for him like he he wants to win So, if he's not going to win, then he's not going to play for them. And he'll figure out a way to get somewhere where he's going
0: to be able to win. Well, okay. So, I do agree with a lot of what you said. I do believe that Aaron Rodgers is a top three quarterback in the National Football League. I, I do believe. Believe that Aaron Rodgers earned say, and when I say he earned say, he needs to be heard, right? Um, I am different when it comes to a lot of the stuff that's going on. I mean, I've been asked a lot of people have asked me, "Hey Bernard, if you were." playing in, you know still in the NFL would you kneel during the national anthem no why wouldn't you kneel because if i want to talk about issues if i want people to hear about issues then i open my mouth i get it i'm not saying what players have done is wrong but the way i feel people i, I think people would hear you better or they they will they'll hear it better If you articulate it to me, that's just something I wouldn't do. I wouldn't kneel. I look at this situation and no, I wasn't a quarterback. I'm not a quarterback uh, in the National Football League. And I believe Aaron Rodgers has a right to be upset. Does he have a right? He has five years remaining on his deal, correct? Four or five years. Three. Three. They
1: offered him a two year extension. Yeah.
0: So he has three years left on his deal. He owes that to his teammates. I believe. He owes that to his teammates to be there. And I believe when where everything went wrong with the Green Bay Packers. Where Aaron Rodgers and management is when they fired Mike McCartney in 2018. McCarthy. McCarthy. Um, When they fired Mike McCarthy in 2018, you know, they dropped to, what, 471. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe he should have been fired. He was 113 years in as the Green Packers head coach. He won a Super Bowl. 125, 77, and 2 was his record. 10 and 8 in the playoffs. There were a lot of other head coaches that could have been fired from their organizations. And I get it. The Green Bay Packers are a different organization from every other organization. Mm -hmm. But to fire Mike was a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers. That's a guy who he's been with for a long Mm -hmm. time. So... I want everybody to understand when you look at this, it happens in high school. It happens in college. I remember going to Purdue University and Coach Tiller and, and, and Kyle Orton, you couldn't separate them. Their relationship with each other was different from every other relationship. It didn't say that Coach Tiller didn't love every other player. He didn't connect with every other player. It was just, Different. The relationship is different with the head coach, especially an offensive-minded head coach. We mm-hmm. all understand Mike McCarthy is an offensive-minded head coach. So a lot of Aaron's success was with Mike McCarthy. So when that happened, that was a slap in the face to him. So Matt LaFleur was a guy who I know, he was an Aaron boy. When I was at the Houston Texans, he was literally the Aaron boy, cool dude, so cool, mad cool. Um, learned a lot from under Coach Kubiak. He learned a lot, and then from after he left, coach, left Coach Kubiak, he ended up. Um, he was under um, oh, freaking a the the. And I don't know why I'm name it to my tongue. The 49ers head coach. He was under him for a while. Shanahan, who said it again? Shanahan. Oh yeah, Shanahan. Sorry. So they were all there under Kubiak in Houston when I was there. Shanahan was the offensive coordinator, and you know they were learning from under Coach Kubiak. So I look at I look at all of this, and Lafleur, you know, goes to Tennessee. Is offensive coordinator with Tennessee. Does some good things. Changes some, you know, that uh, changes their offense and does some good things with them. And he ended up being the head coach for the Green Bay Packers. Well, guys, when head coaches come in especially offensive-minded head coaches, when they come in to organizations, they want to bring in their guy, the guy that they think is the next big thing with what they're trying to do. I have no idea how Matt LaFleur thought Aaron Rodgers couldn't do what he wanted to do. I literally, that blew my mind when they drafted Jordan Love. That blew my mind. That's a slap in the face of the quarterback. And I look at that and I say, okay, well, you know, yeah, Aaron signed that deal under Mike McCartney, right? McCarthy. Mm -hmm. But he stuck with his head coach. Yo, if they came back to offer you a contract to make you the highest paid, like if you don't want to be whatever, request a trade. Request a trade and leave. But to not be there, I mean, it's going to be, yes, he's played with some of these guys. He's played with these guys for a long time. But I still believe these other players are trying to get paid. Adams is trying to – he's coming into a contract here, if I'm not mistaken. He wants yeah. to get paid. Well,
1: see, the, to me, the other interesting thing there is – and so I, I read online there was there's an old GM that was saying, like, you know, people don't like Rodgers in the organization, this and that. But I remember seeing a couple months ago, like – you're right. Devonte Adams is coming into a contract year. He's like, he he might not come back if Aaron Rod if they don't fix things with Rodgers. Adams was like, I I might not come back. So to me, I, I like I think that shows that one whoever that ex GM was is just wrong. And I mean like, there are people in the organization that, well players in the organization that see like they're not helping Aaron. He's he's making the team what it is, and I don't want to be here if he's not here.
0: Well, I, I, every player understands the importance of their quarterback. I I, I yeah. truly believe that we all understand how important a quarterback is. But I think what happened in the National Football League, I truly believe it's been. And, and I remember I was a part of the NFLPA as far as representing for the players and everything else, and 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 uh being a player representative and and I mean I look at this and I watched the swing of salaries and everything else happen with quarterbacks while I was playing and I mean I remember us as players we like yo do y'all value us as well and I mean it's it's a a huge argument a big divide it's a big divide when it comes to the 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 pay the you know the way they pay quarterbacks and then the rest of the team it's a big divide. Do I think Mahomes is worth half a billion? Uh, no. I, I don't. I, I mean, yo, yes, that he got his money. And one thing for players, you know, for us, when we're in a locker room, when a guy is going through a contract dispute or whatever, we don't, you, you are not to comment about his contract dispute, right? We leave that alone because those are his pockets. And so... But I think on the outside looking in and, and even I, I even thought this way when I played, I just look at this and I say, you know, ownership and the way the league has turned. You allowed this. Ownership allowed this. The league, the shield allowed this because when you give players an in the NFL is so different. But when you give players that type of money, you're giving them a voice, which every player should have a voice. But I, I, I'm i going from the sense of, you know, when players are involved with hiring of coaches, when players are involved with bringing in players. Well, wait a minute. That's the general manager's job. That's the general manager's job. That's his scouting department's job. That's their job to do that. But now when you start he, taking in. Okay, well, I, let me ask my quarterback who we want to hire or who we want to do, whatever. Because I remember the Houston Texans was potentially trying to do it with Deshaun Jackson Mm -hmm. or Deshaun uh, Watson Watson. and bringing in the head coach. Like, when you start doing that, and then you turn around and give them $140 million, yo, you are creating a monster here. And we've created this monster. We have. And I truly believe Aaron Rodgers, he, he he has every right to feel like they assaulted him, but I truly believe they tried to fix it. And I mean, whether we like it or not, we all know money doesn't make you happy. Aaron Rodgers got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of money. They tried to throw more money at him to show him, yo, bro, we want you here for the long haul. But he's like, no, I'm pissed. I'm angry. I'm not showing up. And so is he good enough to be away from the facility and come in? right before the preseason and everything else, yeah, he's good enough to do it. But what about everybody else around him that haven't been playing with him? What does that look like? What does that look like for them? What does that look like for Adams where he's looking at a contract year and if Aaron end up, you know, because he's missed those reps and, and those drops, those reps are important for every position. Those reps in OTAs, those reps in mini camps, those reps in training camp, Those reps are important for the body. Our body is so specific to movements. And when you don't take those movements, or even if you take those movements, but you're not taking them at the speed that you should be taking them um, in because the timing of the routes and the timing of the play and the movement with everybody, all 11, one of 11, that's, that's hard. And that's why we see with a lot of players when they hold out, and they not come in, and then they come in at the last second. What usually happens? I tell a lot of people, if you got them on your fantasy team, you better take them off because that's a blown ACL, (laughs) a ruptured Achilles waiting to happen. Why? Because these guys don't train at top speed like they should. They can't. Some of them can't train like that. And then a lot of trainers don't know how to take them through things like that. Why? Because they never been there. They don't know what to do. So they, oh, let's just go take a couple drops, three-step drop, five-step drop, seven-step drop. All right, roll out. All right, well, what does that look like? Where is the speed behind all of that? Those reps are important, but then more, but more importantly, the other ten players that are counting on him. I don't believe you. Tell me, you tell me what you think, but I don't believe Jordan Love is ready to take an NFL snap. Oh. I mean, this no. Joker was in games where he wasn't even—he was a healthy scratch to be a backup. So I mean. Yeah. We're about to get ready to to this is what Adams and other cats that's on that offense and defense. I mean, the defense looking at we need Rodgers. <laughs> they they want Rodgers. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't, I
1: don't want to be on the field the
0: whole game. <laughs> right. Those are reps they're going to have to take. So, yeah. I mean, this is it's crazy. It this thing is deep. It's deep emotions. Feelings are hurt. People are pissed. And if they don't come together soon, oh my gosh. And I mean, shoot, we already, we, we are a week or so away from training camp. We're a mm-hmm. week or so away from training camp. These reps are important. And how many preseason games we got?
1: Uh,
0: I know they changed it this year. I believe it's, it's two.
1: It's, yeah, it's two, three, two, whatever like it is. That. Four. It might, it might be three, and then I think, I think, Dallas has four because they play the Hall of Fame game. Okay. something like that.
0: But we we got to look at this. Those are important. These are important reps. So for everybody that that that's for Aaron Rodgers and they oh man Aaron Aaron need to stay gone stay gone like you know they need to trade him. Okay, if you gonna trade, get make a trade. Everybody need to know. The other players need to know what the crap is going on. Because if I'm there, I'm looking like, what in the hell is going on? What are we doing? Like, our office is going to look different. With a new man under center, our office is going to be different. It's it's not going to fire the same. Those balls not going to come in the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan Love, if he end up playing, and he might end up having chemistry with another receiver and not Adams. So now potentially you can lose two guys or have two pissed off players. You just don't know, and we're speculating. But at the same time, I'm going off of I didn't been in that locker room. I didn't been in those meeting rooms. I didn't seen offensive players in, in fighting amongst each other. I didn't watch players getting fist fights with each other in practice. Fist fights on the sideline. I didn't watch it. I didn't heard all of that stuff. This to me. This is, I mean, it's not a good look for the Packers. I mean, we all know the Packers as a clean-cut organization. Small market, fans love their team. We know them as that. They've had Brett Favre. They they had Star at quarterback, Brett Favre. They've had some great dudes under center. Aaron Rodgers, he's a great quarterback, Hall of Famer. No question. No question. And we're watching this happen in front of us. Now, if this was... (laughs) <laughs> the, the which they Las Vegas. But if this Oakland, I, you know, when they were in Oakland, we used to that. We used yep. to Oakland Raiders. I mean, <laughs> people being crazy and this and that. We, yeah. we used to that. This right here. We're not used to. We're not, man. And I mean, that's just, a, that, that. that's just how I feel like that, that's my opinion, but that's coming from me being in that building and seeing this. I've been, I was on what four teams. I watch it. I, I mean, being here in Tennessee, we ain't never have a great quarterback. I mean, we didn't. So, I mean, shoot, the relationship between the quarterback and the head coach was just, they were cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we didn't, man, freaking A, we went out we, we went out of games hoping the quarterback didn't fumble the snap or throw an interception. Or, oh my, I, that's for another episode. But, you know, I watched it. I, I watched success in Baltimore with Joe Flacco. I watched a quarterback just come along Matt Schaub in Houston. You know in and Kansas City, you know we we yeah, we had Trent Green. Trent Green. Yeah, we had Trent Green. <laughs> Trent Green was a good player, but I mean, you know, a lot of stuff went wrong in Kansas City. Herm Edwards didn't have the power everybody thought he had. You know, he didn't he, he didn't have it. Carl Peterson had all the power. Gunther Cunningham had more power than 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 uh Coach Edwards, but whatever. We can go, we, man. We are gonna go. We gonna talk. We gonna talk. Nobody, stuff. nobody
1: knows who you are talking about. There. Exactly. Yeah,
0: we gonna we gonna talk about some deep stuff here, man. I gotta. T- I can't wait to tell y'all. I'm gonna unload some stories on y'all, and it's gonna be laughter. It's gonna be people gonna be shocked, but that's what it is. That's what it is, man. Did I hit it? Did I hit it? You, you, you got something else to talk about? We, 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 as far no. as Aaron Rodgers.
1: No, I mean, I, I agree. It's definitely important. It's gonna look bad. It looks bad right now. Um. I guess the yeah the only difference is I I think that, that he has the right to not be there just because of where I view his level of play and how badly they've treated him. Not in terms of money but in terms of giving him the ability to win a Super Bowl.
0: So you're saying like I just, I just, So you're I saying you're like, okay with him not being there being upset. Yeah. I'm saying I but understand. But I, I, I think
1: well, I, I think I, yeah. I mean, I think it's okay if he doesn't plan on coming in at the last second and playing the season. Well, we're now, we got, now if we're one if week he, away from training camp. I know, I, I know, I know. But like, I mean, I just saw a couple of days ago. He said it in an interview, he's like, "Yeah, I'll figure it out in a couple of weeks." So I mean, to me, like that's like preseason starting. So then that's a little different. I don't. Then I would say he shouldn't do that but i mean if he if he really wants to win and he really just wants out of there because of how they've treated him and he doesn't plan on ever playing for the packers again then then i am okay with what he's doing but if if if,
0: i was ready to end but i gotta so we gotta look at that if you're okay with that we gotta look at what does that look like for the head coach because if you believe that Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur hasn't clashed, you' crazy. I bet you. they saying argue like I, no other.
1: Behind, I'm, I'm sure doors. They, I'm sure they do, and I'm sure Jordan Love was Matt Lafleur's guy, which is just ridiculous to me that as a new and like Matt Lafleur coming in as a first time head coach with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback right. is a blessing. Right. And then
0: You ride that.
1: Now yeah. and, and 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 now now we don't know if you know he pushed for Jordan Love like, oh that I want him. But we can assume that Jordan Love was the guy that he wanted. Because there's not a lot of people that would one have the power to make a decision to go get Jordan Love or two be in a position where like 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 it just it doesn't even make any sense for somebody who had been in the organization winning with Aaron Rodgers right. to say, "Let's go draft Jordan Love, he's our next guy." Right. Like to me, that was one hundred percent Matt Lafleur, and that that's just stupid. I agree. Like first time head coach, and you get Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, and you just want to throw it away. And I, and with Aaron Rodgers being a guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I that's where I think it's okay with what he's doing as long as he doesn't actually plan on coming back to play for the Packers. Like, I, I think he just has to stick with where he's at and be like, I'm done. Like, that that's it. I, I want to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah. I just wish, I wish, I wish, I wish he would have shown up. I wish he would have. I mean, unless him and the receivers and the running backs having some private, these private workout sessions where they're going full speed, going over (laughs) plays. Uh, I mean... Uh, Aaron Rodgers is out playing golf. Hey, that so, you know, I would hope that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's fair for the other players, for the offensive line, because, I mean, with that one player making that decision of not being there, that changes the way everybody works.
1: It it definitely... Yeah, it definitely changes the team and it definitely hurts the team, which is why I, I I'm I only agree with it if he's not coming back for sure. Okay. If he if he's trying to come back to start the season, but like he's just trying to prove a point, be like I'm not showing up, I can do whatever I want. Then yeah, probably not the way to go because you're gonna have a rough season, and it it's not just gonna be a rough season for you. It is gonna be a rough season for everybody that had to deal with Jordan Love being their number one quarterback the entire offseason and having everything be different. Because I guarantee they're not running the same offense right now with Jordan Love. Matt LaFleur is probably looking at this like, okay, now I get to run the team that I wanted because I have the quarterback that I wanted. He's probably sitting there hoping that Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back.
0: Hey, he better – he he can say whatever he want to say, but he better be praying – Aaron Rodgers come back because that's the only way he's gonna have, I believe, consistent success in the National oh, Football well, yeah. League under the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. That that's I mean, yeah. The only way. Yeah, so, I, I think uh I think I
1: think we we could be seeing a head coaching change there. Oh, uh most pretty 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 soon. Like I don't know, like nine months, nine, eight, <laughs> eight,
0: nine, eight, nine months from now. Well, hey, we'll see, man. Uh appreciate you guys tuning in with us Uh, make sure you tune in next time take it easy peace out